Hey everybody, uh, this is the holiday season and I hear a lot of people trying to think about new jobs. So let's talk about four ways to deal with a very annoying employer. By the way, if you're self-employed, this might apply to yourself, but in a different way. Stay tuned for the end, I'll explain. Um, I always welcome your questions or feedback and it's great to hear from everybody. So at this time of year, I hear a lot of people kind of talking about, hey, you know, Jan January is coming up. It's going to be a new year. I want to transition. And the truth is, this is really relevant. I hear it all the time, but I hear it the most, you know, around November, December time and January time where people are kind of thinking about, do I, am I really happy here? Okay. So I have four things for you to consider and I'm going to work my way backwards. Um, item number one, which is the most extreme, and I'm saying it on purpose because at the end of the day, there are people that are not doing well because of their employer or because of their coworkers. And they really are not in the right place and they don't belong there and there's what to do and therefore the answer is that if all else fails there are other options and i, I know that other people sometimes think like no i have a niche or I, I i don't have any schooling and therefore i can never get paid this much i've heard all these things and in my experience if you're a nice person which might not be the case right no offense right if you're a nice kind good person you really could be employed elsewhere and i i sometimes look at i have kind of a list of like the top five most stressful jobs and you know obviously being a parent is a stressful job and not being appreciated but people in the healthcare field often are not appreciated especially nurses people that are in um the auto mechanic business i find that's a very very high stress job people that are teachers is a high stress job people that have government jobs uh, people that have demanding bosses so there's lots and lots of things where certain times there are certain people that gravitate towards certain professions so at the end of the day being that there is research that says that people have about four to five or sometimes even more careers in our lifetime, don't be afraid to look elsewhere. I don't mean that you should do something crazy. Not at all. I actually think that you should have a stable job and a way that you pay the bills. And then you could have your pursuits or other things. If you have other hobbies or other passions or what we call the side hustles, I think that's great. But the first and most important step is to have a stable job. Once you have that, then we can talk about what the next steps are. So. Therefore, I'm going to end with this extreme, which is that you might be right. It might not be solvable. It might not be tolerable. And there might be horribly inappropriate things going on. This is not the exact time for it right now, but just a quick tip. And that is that if people tell me, which I hear frequently, well, I have a problem because my boss hates me and I agree I have to leave, but you know, he or she was, is going to be my reference for the last job. How do you deal with that? So first of all, you could Google it. There are lots of solutions online, but sometimes you could just find someone else that will represent you better. And you could just say, I had a bad experience in my last job. You don't necessarily have to say, do not, do not actually badmouth your boss. The more you badmouth him or her, the more suspicious you sound and the more they're actually likely to call and find out what was this person really a bad human being or maybe they called you out on something so that's item number one okay item number two is get outside verification try to find people at work that are allies of yours that could really objectively say to you listen here's what you're doing wrong and here's what the boss is doing wrong and just be open to getting that feedback because sometimes you don't realize you have a blind spot you don't realize that you're part of the culprit you're part of the you're part of what's causing the problem and, and creating the negativity not always and, and sometimes not but just sit down with some outside sources and listen to it and i get it you know when my brother calls me and tells me he has a problem at work i would love to rip him to shreds and say oh i know you you always have these and these problems you know <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm probably not the right person to call because no, I, I'm just saying as an example, my brother's really awesome. My sister's too. But anyway, um, you know, go to someone that is a friend that cares about you, but that's also going to be open and honest with you and ask them for honest feedback. That's really, really important. Number, number three is try to talk openly with your boss while also maintaining a clear paper trail of what you've done. So try to define exactly what are, what are the expectations. And then if something's not reasonable, try to come back and just say, listen, you know, this is the agreement. 
Um, you're asking me to do two different things. Each one of them is a three-week project. Which is your priority? And if the answer is both, you could just say, well, I'm sorry. You know, I don't think that's reasonable, and I'll tell you why. Here's what it's going to take. I understand that you and I both don't want to have jobs that are really, really stressful and that are really, really demanding. Although, at the same time, there are certain jobs and certain fields that do have that capacity uh, to be really, really stressful and demanding. For example, I'm a mental health therapist. And yes, it's true that you have to pace yourself, and that's your responsibility as a therapist, my responsibility. And I have to sleep well and exercise and eat well and be on my feet and stretch in between sessions and not overbook myself. But at the same time, right, I can't just be yawning in the middle of a session or falling asleep or just say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm having a long day. <laughs> or, yeah, this is really boring, right? You have to be respectful. And sometimes, as a therapist, I know that my day can be intense and there could be a lot of different clients that are having different crises and, and they need my full attention and they need my full respect. And I hope that my clients feel that they get a good amount of my attention, a good amount of my respect. And just like I, f I, I hope that my loved ones get a full amount of time and respect and everything else that they deserve and, and, and need um, and that, I'm, that I enjoy from them in, in the appropriate times. So that's really, really important to take a look at um, what, what's a way that we could have this open conversation. The last thing, which is the hardest, but again, this is not in a case of an abusive one or this isn't, if, if you're relevant to the first one, which was get out of there and find a new job, you're not relevant to this one to a certain degree. And that is try to be extra kind, extra nice to your boss. Again, you might say my boss doesn't respond to this and you might be right. You might be in category two, you know, one, two or three before then. But in general, people respond to niceness, not always, right? There are exceptions. But if you find yourself hating your boss and it's for non-justified reasons or just a little bit of tension between them and you try clearing the air, try this approach of being kind and gentle. You might actually get something out of it. So just to go in, 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 in ease of order, um, I'll work my way backwards. Number four is try to be extra kind and nice and respectful to the boss. This might uh, help them. I'm not saying to flatter them or butter them up or be a liar. I'm just saying to find your kindest way of dealing with things. And you might be pleasantly surprised by how that works. I've had very, very tough bosses that I've worked with in my life. And being, you know, extra moody and nasty and hurtful to them didn't help them treat me any better. And I could acknowledge that. And, and being just more gentle and nice and kind did help improve certain situations. And again, when it wasn't improvable, then I moved on to number two, which was to sit down and have a face-to-face -face conversation, which I'm thinking of one boss. Um, you know, who was very, very disrespectful to my schedule and my needs, etc. And he would give me a lot of projects and I would just basically, you know, write down, this is what it's going to take. And you're asking me to overlap and you're asking me for, you know, double, triple, quadruple the work. And that's just not feasible in the times that I'm, that I'm employed in, in the job and in the extra hours that I'm giving as well, um, which of course is a very, very controversial topic. Um, the next thing is, like I said, um, talk to an, a friend and get open advice and open on, and honest feedback about is there something that you could do uh, to improve a situation or is there something that you're doing that's making the situation worse? And the last thing, when all else fails, we go back to number one. Now you understand why I put it first, which is that, yes, sometimes it's not a match. It's not feasible. It's not fixable. And you just need to get out of there. There are relationships like that. There are work relationships like that. And there are personal relationships like that. And sometimes it's just not going to work. And therefore, everybody is better off. And certainly you're better off just moving on and not getting stuck in that negative mentality, but finding ways to work around that and being solution focused. I hope that you found that helpful. If you have specific questions about your life and you think I can help you, reach out. You can reach me at josephtropper at gmail.com. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I hope this was helpful to you.